Welcome. <laughs> Just include the like two minutes of only me also at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we got chatting before I hit the rec button. Classic mistake. Classic podcaster fumble. It's the pre-rec talk. Yeah, I mean, you got to get those juices flowing. I don't know how to get rid of MS Paint. I don't know how to turn the MS Paint off. Oh, oh I found it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Tim uh, is uh, joining me from inside of a dirty dish. It looks like. <laughs> is this a dirty dish? Like at the microscopic level, I you know there's some bacteria. I mean, at the, at the microscopic level, isn't everything just a dirty dish? <laughs> I actually, you know, I think that we should let the listeners at home know that um, we're skyping right now. That gameography is brought to you by Skype, and my background is MS Paint, and I literally can't turn it off. <laughs> so you literally just did. Also, this is a different MS Paint. I can than... I can only change it. I can't turn it off. You have the to have the first option paint, is uh, <laughs> is no 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 thing. The first option is MS Paint. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I got it. Wow. Um, did you actually use MS Paint? Yeah. Like I I use it all the time for work. No joke. I do use. Wait, really? I do use like the new version of MS Paint sometimes for like i actually i've used that too yeah just because like it's like the fastest like if i take a screenshot or something and i need to like you know just like do something to it or like just like save it or whatever it's like so fast mm. like it, you you go you go to ms paint for the speed yeah if you just need slap on a little paint somewhere plots like maybe done. you need a little word art and it's like plat, you're done <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever put 3D word art in your stuff that you make for work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly what I'm doing. Mostly, um, I'm mostly typing like bonkers in uh, in 3D word art. Bonkers? Yeah, like bonkers, like exclamation mark, and then like sending it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new Bitmoji. We should go back to <laughs> MS Paint 3D word art. <laughs> Like a three, like a you you find a three D word art that like that like expresses you as an individual. It's yeah, it's customizable and completely from the ground up. Do you it use Bitmoji, Tim? I do. Yeah, you want to see my Bitmoji? Wow. In <laughs> in what context do you use it? Um, if I need to send someone a picture of me riding a llama saying <laughs> I miss you, or whatever. <laughs> Um, if uh-huh. I want to yeah. send a person me making a face, um, ooh, this is a good one. Here, look at it's me. Can you wait? Can you see that? Mm. Is it you saying uh, hola? There we go. It's me saying lol with a cat. <laughs> you can see that. That's me wow. and you right now. <laughs> I'm saying lol. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on the gameography Instagram. <laughs> um, so Tim, uh, so Devin, did you did you see the uh, Starfield <laughs> announcement? That's fresh and uh, new. <laughs> fresh and new. I will yeah, still be I thought fresh it was. And new? 
I thought it was really cool that they've decided to make Starfield isometric, turn-based, 2D RPG style all the way through. And Wait, what are you talking about? Know. That's not what it looked like to me. The gameplay video some, is... Do you have some insider information? I have a personal line with Todd, and he <laughs> sent me his demo. And he, t- listen, he told me not to talk about it on the pod, but I can't deny the listeners. Uh-huh. Todd is... The, Todd does... Like, he's a programmer. He could put together a little something, I'm sure. I mean, honestly, I don't know if he could. <laughs> well, I think he know, did. Fu- like, he did programming on, like, some of the first stuff he was on. I don't know how much. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know, know that he like... could pull it off again, though. I think he would He would need, like, MS-DOS. He's Is free. that what it's called? Or DOSBox. Wait, like, he's coding it for DOS. Yeah. Like, you you can only emulate Starfield. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you have to use DOSBox to open Starfield. You have to open up DOSBox on your Xbox and then hit, uh, (laughs) and then, like, type in, uh, like, starfield.exe. Yeah. Starfield.exe is actually going to be the final title. It is, like, that's probably why he wanted to get like bought by Microsoft. You yeah, want so to get he, he, into that <laughs> into that family and be like, "Hey guys, you should have, you should make DOSBox for Xbox." <laughs> <laughs> I won't say make... why, but don't don't worry, it's going to pan out big. <laughs> Listen, Microsoft, you can have Bethesda for free as long <laughs> as you let me put out my newest game exclusive on DOSBox. <laughs> And that's what he's going to do? Yeah. The world's first DOS box exclusive. <laughs> they're going uh, <laughs> to they're gonna, um, do like the talking heads. Um, they, get, they got the same claymation animator that did the Fallout talking heads to do uh, the ones for Starfield. The Fallout? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, thought you were, I, I thought you were saying something about the band talking heads. Yeah. They got the talking heads... <laughs> To do they, a got the, they got the talking heads to uh, record something and make a claymation music video for Starfield. David Byrne is going to be the uh, sole voice actor for the entire game. <laughs> oh my god! If that was true, if the, literally if all of this was true, I'd be so much more excited for Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> like I am actually really excited for Starfield, but I think I would be more excited for this. Mm. And if they actually take it all back, if instead of David Byrne, it's Keith David and David Byrne. <laughs> Yeah, uh huh. It's like a buddy comedy with the two of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I want to try to do a Keith David impression. Can you do a Keith David impression? No, I now you, now you may find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now you may find yourself. He has like a, just such a deep voice. Yeah, that's not that's not too bad though. Like. I wouldn't guess that's what you're doing if I didn't know, but <laughs> you sang it ahead of time, <laughs> which I find is the key to most impressions is starting the, the impression with I'm whoever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Does that help? Is that a good impression? I feel like that's actually you're not like you're not yelling enough. 
Well, yeah, I was doing Christopher Walken. <laughs> I'm Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> okay, then yeah, that even, is actually is. I don't even answer the phone on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Christopher Walken doing Gilbert Gottfried. Well, that last one was actually Christopher Walken doing us doing Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is a but. classic impression. Give me uh, Christopher Walken doing Keith David. Let me hear that. I'm walking here. Wait. Wait, who says I'm... Wait. Christopher Walken says I'm walking here. But he's doing it in a... Isn't that a... In a Keith David. Isn't that the other guy? I don't Doesn't, know. Um, um, oh, wait, what's his I face? I feel like that's, uh, a, that's Robert a... De Niro. I think Robert De Niro says I'm walking here. I think you just did Christopher Walken doing Keith <laughs> David doing uh, De Niro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why it was so bad. <laughs> it's because it was, it was just too complex. Wait, I'm actually going to look up the clip of, hey, I'm walking here. I think there's multiple occurrences of that line. <laughs> I'm going to say. No, but there has to be an origin of that famous... Oh, wait. I just watched a Seinfeld that related to this movie. Wait, who is that guy? Uh, I'm getting Midnight Cowboy. When yeah, I Midnight Cowboy. Uh-huh. The quality is so bad, I can't see anyone's face. <laughs> Is it Dustin Hoffman? Is that I think so, Dustin's? yeah. Wow. He says it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um. Wow. It was an ad lib. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. I made history. <laughs> Yeah, made history, yeah. (laughs) Famously, people can't stop saying that now. People are constantly walking ever since that movie. (laughs) People people didn't really walk before that, Um, but now they do, so, yeah. Why do you think they call him Christopher Walken? He was named after that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I... uh, I uh, was not that excited by the uh, Starfield stuff that I saw. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looked like I mean, it sure. looked pretty boring. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, that didn't really improve or uh, devalue my opinion. That did not raise yeah. or lower my it, expectations. Like, um, yeah. So, like, it could still be uh, like very good. But yeah. like, it might it, it'll probably be a Bethesda game. So. You know. Yeah, like it just looked like a Bethesda game. It'll probably be really cool and really bad. <laughs> but yeah, you have to listen till the end of this season to find out. <laughs> Catch us again, 2024, to find but, uh, out what we think about Starfield. But Tim, what are we? What are we? What are we talking about today? Well, Devin, why don't you just wait for it to fall out of my mouth? <laughs> You guessed it. 
You heard it here first. Today we're talking about the classic Fallout 1. Oh, first. Tim, I this probably won't happen because uh in our in our pre-record uh uh talk, we uh rearranged when we'll be releasing some episodes, but I <laughs> I was uh I was thinking how we did uh like the Doom Summer that we would mm-hmm. do like it's time to fall in to fall out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it'd be like wait. a fall of fallout. <laughs> we have to wait till next year to the release fall for that. <laughs> wait, actually, let me just do the math. That might not even be a stretch. I mean, I think this will be winter when it comes out. It'll be a it'll be the nuclear winter of uh... fallout's going to be about seven months from now. So, <laughs> okay, so it's going to be like next spring, <laughs> spring into fallout. <laughs> Yeah, spring into fallout. There you go. <laughs> Just skip summer. It's a bad month, or it's a bad, uh, it's a bad uh, season. <laughs> anyway, what do we do for winter? Um, w- Windhelm winter. Windhelm? What is that? Isn't that something from um, Elder Scrolls? I mean, could like yeah, it's like Skyrim. That's from Skyrim. 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 Uh, Fusto Raw Winter. <laughs> um, Fusto Robbery. February. <laughs> so we'll do that for Skyrim. <laughs> for so yeah, watch Fusto out for Ra-yuary. February. Fusto Robbery, you mean. Uh, but but today, we're talking Fallout. <laughs> The original. A lot of you guys out there are thinking, I know Fallout. You're walking around, I'm seeing through another man's eyes in 3D. <laughs> there's, a, there's a gun at the bottom of the screen. Ha. Everything's green. <laughs> uh, Everything's green. It's not easy. Uh, that's arguable. <laughs> it's not easy being green. Yeah. Some would argue that, in my I, from what yeah. I've heard, um, it is fairly easy to to play Fallout One, though. I would say to play Fallout One, yeah, wow, and that's. Would you agree with that? I mean, easy in what sense? Like it's easy to load it up and play it because yeah, I agree. Like it of the games we've played so far this season, I I'd say you have you have to jump through like. Some of the fewest hoops to get to it, I would That's say. That's true. That's true. <laughs> There's no DOS box. So, yeah. Todd Howard, Todd honestly, he wants to go back deal. even before Fallout with, for Starfield. Like, yeah, he's trying to play. He, he's, he's a Wasteland. Yeah, he's a Wasteland stan. He's like, I, I don't even like Fallout. I wanted Wasteland. I wanted to make Wasteland <laughs> 2, not Fallout 3. Yeah. <laughs> this This is... Uh, Wasteland 2, though. What if he... What, what if there was, like, Easter eggs in Starfield? Like, you like you know, like you find, like, books and stuff, like or, like, uh, data logs or whatever it is that they have, like, the equivalent of books. Uh, and there's, like, there's, like, little secrets that are, like, this is the same universe as Wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> he just says that in a book. That's the whole book. <laughs> 
you have to like you can only get the book through like kind of a glitch where you have to like do something really weird in a room's corner and then suddenly the book will just be there and mm-hmm. it just says it just says Starfield is Wasteland 3. <laughs> yeah. This was before he knew that they were making Wasteland 3 though. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody tell talk, please. <laughs> it's too late to fix it. They're they're rushing to get this thing out. I like to think also that the act- like the 3D uh, Starfield that they all showed us under false pretenses is actually like done. But that Todd was like, I need more time to work on my 2D version of Starfield. And so yeah, like, that's why they, that's why it. they delayed it. <laughs> Cause Todd's doing it all himself. And he didn't realize how, how tiring that would be. Yeah. How time consuming. It's <laughs> like, gosh, this is, this is really, it's really tiring to make a game. This is very time consuming. <laughs> Yeah, but he wouldn't know that because the only thing he's ever made is Bethesda games. <laughs> he doesn't know what it's like to make a game. Gotcha, Todd. Maybe you'll think of me when but uh, Fallout, not a Bethesda game. A lot of people uh, <laughs> might not know this. A lot of people, yeah. They actually didn't be invent Fallout. And if you, yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when you load up Fallout on your PC, the little icon there at the bottom is not Todd Howard's face. <laughs> Unlike you know all... what I'm talking about? Did you have that? What? When you loaded up Fallout, was uh-huh. it um, a face? The little icon at the, in the toolbar or whatever. Oh... Uh, I don't remember. Like, was it the, uh, like, power armor head? No, 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 no. It's a dude's face. Like, not <laughs> from the game. <laughs> what? It's just, like, it, it's like a picture of a person? Yeah. What? I do Here. not think that was the case Fallout for me. Icon. Are you sure you were playing Fallout? You were playing, like, f- oh, Far Out? Sims. <laughs> yeah, look. Oh, my God. I can see it right here. This is the face. Okay. I'm going to need you to... Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. yeah I'm going to need um, to see this. It's a dude with a beard and glasses. Um, um, okay. So, okay. <laughs> you just... Wait. Oh, is it the one that's Fallout Shortcut? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's just the Google search. <laughs> yeah, t- Tim just um, linked me to Google search of Fallout 1 icon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Is it the guy with glasses? Yeah, do you see him? Yeah. It says Fallout what shortcut 1 kilobyte. <laughs> that's what's Reddit. in my little toolbar. Who is this guy and why can't I get him off my Fallout 2 shortcut? <laughs> I think it's Brian or David Fargo. It's uh, it's Tim. Kane, oh, Tim Kane, the creator of Fallout. But why? That's so weird. Why did you, like, why did you get it? Because I never saw that. That's so weird. Maybe it's um, where did you download it? Where did I download it? Like game? Game? Oh, oh yeah, I had, a, I had it through GOG, yeah. So I a, had it through Steam, so oh, okay. maybe that's a difference. Huh. Um, yeah. Weird. But uh, 
And actually, um, I'm going to do your job for you here, Devin. Um, That brings us to the This is a really great transition, (laughs) not only because of Mm -hmm. his face Mm -hmm. and the fact that he is the guy and his story of making the game is interesting, also because it's exactly what we were saying in the intro. But replace Tom Howard with a guy from the Icon, and he's in his office making this game by himself. That's your intro, Devin. Go now. No, you replace take Tom us Howard there. with Did uh, you say Tom Howard. <laughs> yeah. Replace Thomas Howard. <laughs> uh, so you want to you want you want to get into the making of this game? I don't know. I mean, is that um, what you're feeling? I mean, let's let's describe uh, what. What Fallout One is just a little bit before we do that. I think, like, how would you describe this game? Like, especially if I, because like, we're I, listen. I was I was joking around before. I think there are probably like pe- a lot of people who only know Fallout through Fallout Three and like four, yeah, like the new ones. No joke. If yeah. you go up to most people mm-hmm. and you ask them, "Do you like Fallout?" They'll all <laughs> say, "What." And um, like, then if you take yeah. the ones that say yes or no, those people mostly probably are talking about three New Vegas and four <laughs> and 76, right? Yeah, yeah. But many, many people don't know that uh, Fallout 1 is Wasteland 2. We, we really have covered this. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just oh, like... Yeah. It's really like if you... Okay. Imagine um, Oblivion and uh, Fallout 3. Now, if you take everything that's in Oblivion out of Fallout 3, (laughs) what you have is literally Fallout 1. (laughs) Like, everything good about Fallout comes from Fallout 1. Wow. Putting Oblivion on blast. No, I mean, Oblivion's (laughs) great, but I'm just saying, like, like, I I think that actually part of why I've held Todd in some level of high esteem is because I love these games so much. Right. And now I'm realizing that Tim Kaine came up with most of the things that I love about them. So <laughs> uh-huh. it's like, it's like, hmm, I don't actually know that Todd's as great <laughs> as I thought he was at the beginning of the season. <laughs> this is good. This we're, we're on a, we're on a journey. Um, but yes, it's like a, it's like a classic computer, like role playing game in the sense of like, it's like 2D overhead. Um, like, you know, you're just like clicking around to move your guy and like uh, like using like skills and stuff. Like, yeah. like it's a lot of like, like <clears throat> dice rolls and stuff in the background. Yeah. It's um, really, yeah, it's really like a, a lot of tabletop st- style gaming happening yeah, in any yeah, given moment. For sure. And... Yeah, you have like action points, you have mm-hmm. turns and all that. You click to go places instead of moving, which I mm-hmm. found very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it's really like what this season of gameography is, is we're essentially looking at the development of two different kinds of games, which are arguably the same kind of game. <laughs> but where it's like, you know, the all the Fallout games the later ones, the Bethesda, mm-hmm. all the Bethesda games come from Ultima Underworld, right? <laughs> Was there something before that? The yeah. immersive sim yeah. style yeah. is like the 3D first person. Uh-huh. You have items and skills. And then you have the thing before that, which probably starts with Rogue, which is like mm-hmm. the top-down kind of immersive sim. 
And this is like, I think, the point when they became really good. Because it's, <laughs> it's very clearly, you know, it's, it's the development from Rogue to Ultima to um, Wasteland to this. And it's like mm-hmm. a pipeline that this is, when I, this is when I started enjoying this kind of game. <laughs> wow, okay. I hated, I hated Wasteland. <laughs> like it obviously is so cool and well made and or like you know well thought of and there's lots yeah. of the style and fallout comes from that but i just found it so boring to play yeah. and impossible to get into and same with ultima this yeah. is whenever when that yeah, problem no, it, goes away i think for it's me. just like there's there becomes a certain point when you go back too far where it's just like it yeah. just becomes like too much like you just can't go back of course (laughs) like i even like there's even some of that with like fallout for me oh really of like like you can feel that the game is old for sure (laughs) Uh, i think i think once we get to like around like 2000 i think it's also you know it's just it's also based on like your like age and like the of course, era of yeah, games yeah. that you like played as a kid and stuff i think mm-hmm. to a certain extent yeah. yeah um where it's just like if you go back too much before that like you're just like i can't do this <laughs> yeah because there's just like we I, I feel like we've said this before but there's just so many if you play a game that came out this year there's about ten thousand ideas in that game that came from previous mm-hmm. games that you would never know because it's in every game yeah just things like buttons doing certain things and like you know yeah and just like the like general like just like knowledge of like where like things should be like placed (laughs) on the screen to (laughs) to make it easy to do things and stuff like that yeah but just like you know like just like how you control them yeah yeah and yeah i i think that you know, there's still a lot of the old stuff that's hard to get past, but this is where like it's there's enough good stuff to make me look past that and to kind of make me like I I was playing this game not to f- get ready for the episode at a certain point, you know, hmm. which is kind of one of the first times that's been happening this season, mm-hmm. other than like the last few games that were a little more modern, you know, like System Shock and stuff. Yeah, but like really, this is probably the funnest. Uh, game I've played in this season so far for me. Wow. Maybe um, System Shock tied, but wow, you wouldn't put like a Doom above this. Oh, it got I forgot. I knew I was gonna forget <laughs> about something. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I'd say it's as it's it's the same level of fun as Doom to me. Wow, that's wild. I'm 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 very happy for you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> was it not the same for you? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I would I would not put this towards the top uh for me i would put like um system shock and doom and probably rogue also above this yeah rogue rogue is my favorite of the first like of the very early episodes you know yeah i mean obviously yeah how can you like rogue is like fun but it's no rogue (laughs) yeah rogue is like the only like game i i feel like even though it has all like this, those same like it like even more so than most games. It's just like it's so like you can tell it's so old. Like it's still just like so fun. Yeah, it's like it's it doesn't matter that much <laughs> at a certain point.
But uh, okay, we can come back to uh, like our our thoughts on the game too, like a little later on. But uh, we can talk about the uh, how this game was made. Uh, so yeah, well, as we as as you mentioned, Tim Kane, uh, and this was at uh, Interplay. The that was the company that he was working at um, under uh, Brian. What's his name? Brian Fargo. Brian Fargo, yeah, yeah. So I keep on seeing that name. Oh, it's in the opening credits of the game. That's where mm-hmm. it's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, who we who made a uh, wasteland? Oh, Brian Fargo made wasteland. Yeah, he was like he was the like like creator or whatever of that, like the main like project leader or whatever. So, but I Tim, also want to say um, yeah. the company that you just was it Interplay you just said. Mm-hmm. So they. Did they become Obsidian? Uh, so, like, th- a bunch of people from Interplay, like, left to make Obsidian. Oh, I think, okay. like, in, like, the early 2000s or something like that. Somewhere around there. Okay, yeah. Because, um, yeah, there are people who, like, worked on Fallout 1 who would go on to work on Fallout New Vegas that makes it because I there was an I think in one of the ads for New Vegas it says from the original creators of Fallout or from the company that created Fallout as in the original yeah um, that's maybe a <laughs> a little misleading I, I think that but was, yeah clearly uh, you know <laughs> but like that's whatever yeah um, but so that's an interesting uh, connection you know? yeah but continue, continue we'll come please. back to that uh, but uh, yeah so as you alluded to I think like uh he started working on this game just like in his free time, basically like, mm. but at the company, <laughs> uh, like he would just like stay after work, I guess. And then eventually got, I think like permission to just work on it. I think is kind of <laughs> the yeah. feeling I got of like, okay, you can just spend your time working on this and then we'll see if anything happens. <laughs> but it was like, we call this, we call this a link's awakening. <laughs> is what we call it. <laughs> I forgot that that was how that happened too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the exact same. It thing. is the exact same thing of him then being like, "Hey, does anyone else want to work on this?" And like, <laughs> like buying anyone else want to get in on this, man? Yeah. <laughs> Let's put Kirby in this thing, man. That's why Kirby's in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's why uh, uh, Fallout Boy is in Smash. Fallout Boy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh it's Doom Guy and Fallout Boy. Those yeah. are the two characters. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two characters. Uh but he was like also he just like cuz he's a programmer mainly. Um he just started like on making like a game engine for RPGs essentially. And hmm. his uh first <laughs> his his first idea for the game wasn't like fallout. Like it wasn't like, I want to do like a post-apocalyptic or like a like pseudo sequel to wasteland or anything. He was just like, Oh, I'll make a fantasy game. Um, and then like he like started talking, like he started bringing like other people in the company in and like they would all like talk about what kind of game they should make. And they just, they like had like a million different ideas. Like mm. one of their 
like big ideas was to have do a time traveling game. Hmm. We'd like cool. go to like different like time periods and stuff, but <clears> there were like at a certain point they were like, okay, this would be like too insane. Like, <laughs> like yeah, we would have to like spend years like and years making this probably. That's a really great idea though. That I kind of can't believe no one has done. Where it's like you're just even if it's not any cool time travel stuff and it's just different eras. So there act there actually is was recently. Really? Uh, Live a Live a Live is an old uh, Japanese Super Nintendo RPG that never got released. Like it never got like translated to English. Oh, okay. and they just like released it on Switch recently. But it's <clears> it's exactly really cool. that. It's like there's like I think like six like time periods or something, and you can like go to wow. them in any order. Is my understanding? That's crazy. That's exactly yeah. This so, also looks really good. Yeah, it's, sp- it's supposed to be version. really good. Uh, this looks like really nicely made. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, somewhere uh, in Japan, there was <laughs> another guy having the same idea. <laughs> uh, that's how it always is. <laughs> There's always another guy in Japan. <laughs> uh, eventually, they like, you know, we're like, oh, like, what if we did like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing, and also. An interesting thing about this is like, because when I when we when we played um, Wasteland, I like my what I thought was like, oh, and then like a bunch of the people who made Wasteland then made Fallout, but that's not the case. Like yeah. nobody, except for like Brian Fargo being the head of the company, like nobody like worked on it. But all the people who made Fallout like grew up playing Wasteland. Oh, and, like, really? They like that was like one of their favorite games. Hmm. <laughs> so. They were just like, oh, what if we did something like that? And then, um, obviously, I think we talked about in that episode how, like, they wanted to just make it Wasteland 2, but they couldn't get the rights for it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I forgot that it was, well, they wanted it to make it Wasteland, but. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's that's so crazy. Is it, But isn't, isn't Fargo the one who made it? He didn't have the rights? No, because... Uh, they made it for Electronic Arts, oh. and Electronic Arts like wouldn't like sell them back the rights to it. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine if people were talking about Wasteland 76? <laughs> How would reality in this day and age be different if that one detail had been changed about history? <laughs> um, Truly, I think like like climate change would be a solved if if we were talking about or it wasteland could be 76 10 or, times or, worse <laughs> or yeah we would be maybe, living in a wasteland or maybe maybe todd howard never would have like made the choice to pick up the wasteland mm-hmm. series because he only liked the name and mm-hmm. so maybe then we cut to this reality <laughs> yeah. todd howard is not a known figure in any way yeah. and the world is fine and it turns <laughs> out that everything stems from Todd. Because Todd Howard famously uh, threw out everything and only kept the name for Fallout. In all other ways, it's completely different. <laughs> well, that's what he wanted to do originally. <laughs> he was like, I hate Fallout, but it's such should, a good name. We should just start saying lies on this. We should just start <laughs> doing episodes where we say stuff like that is real. <laughs> One of the... I don't know if the, uh, this was in... 
like you came across this in your research, but my feeling is from reading about the making of this game is the like the actual most important person I think was a uh, Leonard Boyarsky. <laughs> Leonard uh, Boyarsky, now the art he, director. He's in the Wikipedia page. Yes. <laughs> um, because Wait, he's the art director. He's is the, he uh-huh. the person responsible for trying to click ladders? I, you know what I'm talking about? I wouldn't say so. Okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I can't say for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, because, like, as, as far as I remember, like, he was, he was maybe the one who brought up, like, uh, doing, like, a post-apocalyptic mm. uh, thing. And then also clearly, like, in my opinion... Like, the most, like, uh, important elements of Fallout, like, if you think about, like, what Fallout 1, like, brings and, like, mm-hmm. what had been carried over to, like, mm-hmm. the later faults is, like, the, like, art and, like, like, yeah, like just, like, all of that, like, you know, like, the design, like, like just, like, the style of it, you know, like. Yeah. Like, there's, I mean, there's so many little stylistic choices made like yeah. just the design of the interface and the logo and the mm-hmm. all the design and the, stuff uh, and the, the all the board. armor yeah the vault i mean yeah that that's mm-hmm. probably the number that's probably the most iconic thing in fallout yeah that like, and the power armor for sure yeah like, and both of those come yeah. from the first game <laughs> yeah which is more of what i was saying but yeah so yeah so he actually is like one of the people who has had the most impact on all of the Fallout games following even yeah and like because the another thing is like he also um like him and the other artists i guess like he talked about how they like finished up with uh like all the art and like Mm. uh, like the game was still not like done and they like they were like looking at like the levels and stuff like the different like areas that people had made and stuff and they were like oh these aren't yeah. like that good and so like they went in like started like making them better oh okay so it also seems like he just like like probably made <laughs> like a, yeah. good, some parts of the game a lot better like when you think of fallout you think of like the I mean, you think of like the intro video, like that whole like hmm. aesthetic. It's actually funny. Yeah, we, we should we let's let's lay down what are the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's there's an intro, and it has to start with war. <laughs> war never changes. Uh huh. Which is I dumb. I think <laughs> um, at least in the, the the farther you go, but um, it's and then it's like it's the the bleakness of Mad Max. And the like, literally in the muted colors and the tone mm-hmm. and everything, mixed with like a Nickelodeon style, like kind of silly, absurd comedy. Yeah. Well, and it's got, and it's like the, like, it's like the fifties, like, oh yeah, fifties, sixties aesthetic, yeah, and like music and stuff. So it's like, oh, this is like antiquated and old. It's like always mm-hmm. the like the thing, but then it's like. But it's the future. 
and it, and <laughs> everything's destroyed, and you're like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> <gasps> but how could these two things be? <laughs> yeah, it, that actually is astute. Is that it's it's the mixture of like future and past feeling. It's like mm-hmm. in a very specific way, and I think that was um, that was one of the things that uh, Leonard. Uh, Borowski, I think, like, brought to it as, like, he was, like, really interested in that, like, 50s era, like, um, like, kind of, like, propaganda slash just, like, the you know, like, the way they, like, mm. everything was, like, in the future, like, everything's gonna be, like, <laughs> all, like, we're gonna have yeah. all this technology and stuff that, like, um, like, 50s, like, optimism and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, he just wanted to include that. Um, and then the, you know about this, that the underground, like where the vaults came from, like where that idea came from, mm-hmm. is uh, based on a 50s film, A Boy and His Dog. Really? Yeah. Which is like a science fiction, uh, like, uh, movie, like black and, I think it's black and white, where they like find an underground like base. I don't know much about the movie, but Wow. Devin, we need to watch this. <laughs> this is an episode. I'm not even joking. You absolutely this looks so good. And it's not I would black watch and white. It. Oh, it's, it's not um, black and white? But just barely. <laughs> it has two colors. <laughs> it's oh, black, wow. white, and green. <laughs> it's good. They they released it on the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, Fallout 1 would have been a perfect Game Boy port. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I'm sure, I'm sure you could. <laughs> Wouldn't have to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to plug um, in your, uh, like, your Nintendo mouse <laughs> accessory. Your Mario Paint mouse. <laughs> <laughs> the Mario Paint mouse works for two games, Mario Paint and Fallout. <laughs> Fallout, a post-nuclear role-playing game. Um, Love that classic Nintendo title. Yeah. So, let's see. I feel like, um, like in general, there's not like a ton of crazy stuff about the making of the game. Yeah, that just that story of Tim Kaine yeah. kind of, um, you know, it's that, that's... and um, the game was so like there was a couple of moments where it almost like just didn't like happen really, or like would have been drastically changed. So one thing is, um. When uh, Diablo came out, because Diablo came out, I think, the same year, maybe. Wow, okay. Uh, and Diablo was obviously, like, a huge hit. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, it was like, it was real-time and multiplayer. And so, like, the executives were like, hey, like, you guys should make Fallout, like, real-time <laughs> and multiplayer. <laughs> and they were like, uh, <laughs> like... That would be a, like, we'd have to change everything, basically. Oh, my god! And gosh, so, yeah. uh, like, like Tim uh, had to, like, like, try really hard to convince them that, like, they shouldn't do that and, like, keep it. 
Oh, uh, that's tough. Based. That's like a because I can actually understand as the like the supervisor person yeah. seeing the game, be like, "This looks exactly the same as Diablo. Mm. Just stop the turns, and then it'll be <laughs> perfect." And then like, I mean, I'm sure the, they the weren't like, like, yeah, they're like, "Oh, please don't make us do this because we'll have to redesign every aspect of the game." Yeah, yeah. they also did uh, Interplay got the license to D and D, and so. Like to make D and D like uh, games, and so yeah. they were like, "Oh, like you guys should like change this to to be a D and D game," um, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because like the whole thing with Fallout is like that it was like one of the first like non fantasy yeah like, <laughs> like yeah setting like RPGs. <laughs> um, oh wow. We could that that that's another day that could have changed all of history if they had just made Fallout D and D or real time multiplayer. Like yeah, we'd live in a different world. I mean, I feel like if it came out real time multiplayer, if they had made it, if they like could have done it well, it could have mm-hmm. things might not be too different. Because I mean, that's yeah. where it ended up. That's like how yeah. Fallout Three is, anyway. So it literally ended up in that split place, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, to to, to to great fanfare. <laughs> I mean, and um, like if you take it all the way to Fallout Seventy Six, then it's also multiplayer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what, yeah. Seventy Six was yeah. the real time multiplayer Fallout that was <laughs> yeah. released to great fanfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the, and the last thing is so they developed it with uh GURPS which was which is a generic universal <laughs> yeah they all had they all caught GURPS uh generic universal role playing system huh. uh which like they they all just like played uh like with their friends and stuff like when they played yeah. uh like tabletop role playing <laughs> and uh and like the whole thing with that is it's like you can the idea is like it works for like any setting it's like not like D where it's like you're gonna play in a fantasy world yeah, it's like yeah. you can make up whatever you want and like the all the stuff is just like generic so we'll just like adapt um mm. and so like that was one of the reasons why they were like oh we can like we can do anything like we can do that time travel game and stuff yeah but at the last minute uh, Steve Jackson Games, who uh, made uh, GURPS, lo- like saw the game and they were like, "Oh, like we don't want to be associated with a game with this much violence, <laughs> like that's what? this like gory." And so they were like, "We're not going to let you use it." And this was like, this was like literally like at like they had like finished the game basically is my understanding. No. And so, so what did, did they have to like redo everything essentially or like? So, How easy is it to take that out of a game? Yeah, yeah. So Chris Taylor, who was like the lead designer of the game, uh, redesigned the whole system and made the special system. Wow! Which is like the Fallout, like yeah, uh, <laughs> like stat system, and in a week. And then <laughs> Tim Kaine had another week to reprogram the whole game to use it. <laughs> Jesus! So Christ! Like. The game is, like, not, like, incredibly, but, like, it is, like, it does have bugs. Like, it is, like, 
kind of buggy. But it's like yeah. you can you can kind of see you. <laughs> I don't I actually I I think this is one of my notes. Um this is the only time up until a certain point this was the only Fallout game I'd ever played that had never crashed on me. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um that's funny. Yeah. It is it, it did, is it 100%. Never, yeah. It is less buggy than every <laughs> other Fallout game I've ever played. Okay, that's really so. funny. Yeah. I don't think it ever crashed on me. But there are like quests and stuff that just like don't really work. Is my like, oh really? Like you can't like finish correctly and stuff like that. Oh, actually, I think I have seen a few things like that. Um, yeah. And I did get into a situation <laughs> uh, where I like, if I wouldn't have had another save, I would have just been like stuck. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that I mean, I definitely had similar stuff happen. I, the first, my first character, I, um, mm-hmm. I locked myself out of three quests in a row. Wow! Through making bad conversation choices. Oh, yeah. Like I, I went to that. the hub and I made mm-hmm. every wrong conversation choice, <laughs> uh-huh. and I missed the quest with like, that guy. Did you like piss people off? Um, it was actually, it was, yeah, it was like, I, I said things that they, that three different people interpreted as like snarky remarks and yeah. that they just wouldn't talk to me anymore. Yeah. And I, and I, I wasn't, I was blocked out of the general store when that one guy is like attempted to be assassinated and you had to save him. So I, I couldn't do that quest. What was mm-hmm. his name? I heard Gizmo. Was that Gizmo? Or no, Giz, Gizmo sends his regards. <laughs> Yeah. Can we put that on a GOG shirt? <laughs> put that on a, on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, Gizmo's the guy from... Yeah, who sends his regards. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who the guy is in the hub. I don't remember what his name is. Killian. No, no, Killian's the sheriff in uh, in Junktown. Well, then that's what I'm talking about, Junktown, not the hub. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think? Maybe, actually, no, I, I did this at both places. Because, like, the, the only one I know about is... Uh, the one of the like traders where you can like do the caravan quest yeah yeah i like i like pissed them off i like chose the wrong that was one of mine yeah Yeah. and i was like i don't care like (laughs) like screw you like yeah i don't need to do this (laughs) um uh one one thing i don't know if you noticed this but like so this is a one of the first games also. Well, that's not true. I was going to say this is one of the first games with like voice acting, but there is a lot more voice acting than I thought there would be. For sure. <laughs> um and like the talking head feature is insane. Yeah, yeah, like the Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I weird. I was like very Did surprised. you actually Did you know that they really used clay to make those? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, crazy. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they look I think they look really good. Oh yeah, I mean for the time they look amazing yeah. and I hesitate for saying amazing. <laughs> and then they uh and I mean like they're very distinct and the claymation yeah. and the animation is so weird <laughs> that it actually really adds like yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But like so they because they like um you know, they obviously had to like record all those lines. I think they like had to do that, you know, kind of like early or something or like they you know like they mm, oh so like they, they like changed would, any of the things they said. yeah so uh leonard braski said uh like um they would have characters that are like you're supposed to talk to them and they're supposed to like give you information like about a quest or whatever 
mm-hmm. and like sometimes like they would just like change <laughs> the quest or whatever late like after they had recorded it Ooh, and yeah. so they were like okay they can't like and like we they couldn't re-record the dialogue so he was like if you notice like there's a like with most of like the characters who like have voiceover there's often another character who's just like next to them who's their assistant or something that like if you talk to them they just give you like actually the the information you need to know which is like he specifically talks about the uh like the like the doctor or whatever not the doctor the like the scribe the head scribe in the um brother of brothers of steel Mm, yeah yeah like if you talk to her she's like i don't have time to talk to you like i like if you like ask her about the history of the oh, okay um, yeah 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 because like another character tells you to ask her what the history yeah, of the yeah, brotherhood of yeah. steel is and if you ask her she's like i don't have time to talk to you and then you have to talk to the person next to her <laughs> oh my god it's just very funny i must have just not talked to any of the people next to the people and i just probably <laughs> didn't have all the information for all the <laughs> she quests. just didn't learn anything <laughs> um yeah that's mm. that's funny but yeah that that's like uh that's like everything about that's like all the notes I had about the making of the game. Um, I think it was, it's just like, like you said, it's a Link's Awakening. It's a classic, like people, random people just like wanting to make something mm-hmm. and then getting permission to, and then getting yeah. eventually millions of dollars to, <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually starting one of the most popular franchises of the last like decade or two. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> well thank you for listening uh i guess we'll, we'll be back with more fallout the next episode mm-hmm. um, yeah we're gonna talk until about then uh gizmo sends his regards yeah or gizzo as i wrote in my notes <laughs> gizzo <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on our shirt gizzo sends That's his regards gizzo sends his regards <laughs> bizzer sends his regards <laughs> all right um, bye-bye